join the conversation with the Morning Majlis, Pulse 95. Join the conversation with the Morning Majlis. We are observing the Canada Day, which is celebrating the anniversary of the Canadian Confederation, which was way back in 1867 as well. And every year on the 1st of July, Canadians across the world and Canadians in Canada also wear red and celebrate a very, very important occasion. But this time round, things are slightly different. Last year, they were different because it was the pandemic. We're still in the pandemic, but we've got uh, some uh, recent developments as mm-hmm. well. To speak to us about the significance of this day, we've got a friend of the show, a frequent visitor to Sharjah as well, His <laughs> Excellency Jean-Philippe Lanteau, the Consul General of Canada, joining us on the Majlis. Good morning and welcome back on the Morning Majlis. Good morning. Such a pleasure to be back with you. Well, it certainly is a pleasure for us. Now, let's start talking to us about the importance of Canada Day. Uh, and it's, it's, it's been slightly different from last year when mm. we had pandemic virtual celebrations. But this time around as well, the, consul, uh, the consulate staff is, I'm guessing, uh, eager for this day as well. Well, absolutely. Canada Day is always a, a, a day that we look forward to. Uh, at this time, that's this time of year. It's in Canada. It's the the beginning of summer. Uh, people uh, uh, people are are out and and celebrating with family and friends uh, at this time. And and they can do that a bit more than they could last year because of the pandemic and and things looking up uh, on that front. So it's it's the day that where we celebrate what we've achieved as a nation. We've uh, built a nation that. That based on peace, prosperity, and diversity. It's a country that uh, is a magnet for people uh, all from all over the world, and that's what we celebrate on on Canada Day. Uh, but this year, the celebration is also uh, tempered with uh, perhaps a, an emphasis on reflection, mm. uh, a reflection on, of course, the lives that we lost to COVID over the past year, uh, and that's uh, that that's been uh, Canada has been highly impacted by by the pandemic. Uh, but it's also a time to um, to reflect on uh, on how Canada was built and its relationship to uh, the indigenous peoples of of Canada. Mm. Uh, Canada was built on the ancestral lands uh, of those indigenous peoples, and and Canada has denied those indigenous people their rights uh, through colonial policies throughout its history and that includes uh, uh, sending indigenous kids to uh, residential schools taking them away uh, from their parents and putting them in residential schools and uh, at this time Canadians reflect are reflecting Mm. on that history that dark uh, aspect of our history and you know we must never forget uh, the innocent lives that were lost uh, due to these uh, these colonial policies but uh, this year more than ever uh, canada they represents an opportunity to show solidarity understanding and resilience uh, and canadians are coming together to reflect on that history and culture but also to uh, to look forward to to have a dialogue and to strengthen those ties that unite us and look forward to the country's future while acknowledging that past the good and the bad that we have in the past uh, in the history of canada 
Incredible. And uh, typically on, on a typical July 1st, communities definitely across uh, Canada, they light up in uh, a sea of red and, and white uh, as fireworks fill the sky and residents, they gather to celebrate Canada Day, often described as the Canadian 4th of July. Um, but uh, this this year, uh, with the recent uh, discovery of the remains of the hundreds of Indigenous uh, uh, children at the former residential schools, uh, Many cities and towns now, they, they, they plan to scale back or cancel Canada Day um, celebrations outright to make space for those grieving the loss. Um, so is that the case this year? Or will Canada, be, Canada Day be uh, canceled or how will it be really celebrated this year? So, look, uh, some communities have, have taken decisions to cancel. Others are going forward, but uh, are making space, are, are creating space for that reflection uh, that I just talked about. Mm-hmm. And and certainly in Dubai and in uh, in the UAE, will be Canadians will still be celebrating uh, Canada Day. But I hope that they take the time to to reflect on on those elements that I mentioned. Uh, in Dubai specifically, there are some events planned at. Uh, at City Walk uh, by the Canadian universities, the Canadian University of Dubai. Uh, so there will be uh, there will be uh, kiosks and uh, retail discounts and and so on. And it's taking place at City Walk from 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. today. Uh, our partners uh, at the Canadian Business Council in uh, in Dubai and the Northern Emirates have also uh, lined up some uh, some promotion activities with Canadian retailers in uh, in the UAE so places like Tim Hortons or Aldo <laughs> uh, are Canadian retailers that that you will be familiar with uh, and so uh, there, there are promotions available today and the details are on the uh, CBC Dubai Instagram page uh, if you want to know more and and uh, could you elaborate some more on the uh, activities uh, to celebrate Canada Day that are taking place here in the United Arab Emirates? I especially find it interesting that you brought up uh, reflection, which is is very very important here. Uh, will the activities uh, incorporate some of those elements as well? Uh, the reflection, the education, uh, as part of the celebrations today. So, so for sure, uh, that's part of the discussion that we're going to have with Canadians uh, throughout the day here, including at the the event I, I mentioned at City Walk. Uh, but there are also a lot of resources available uh, through the the website of the Canadian government to uh, for Canadians to spend time and educate themselves uh, on on that history. Uh, the the very important uh, role that the First Nations uh, have played in their culture uh, and their traditions that are 100% part of, of what Canada is and uh, and will be. I want to touch on another subject um, on this day. Uh, climate change. It's an important subject and we cannot escape from it really. And it's causing record setting temperatures to become more frequent. And globally, we've seen uh, the decade uh, to 2019 was the hottest recorded so far across the world, really. And the five hottest years have all occurred within the last five years. Now, um, Canada has uh, just witnessed a heat wave that gripped the country. Can you talk to us more about it? Yes, Rania, just uh, amazing uh, sitting here in Dubai is that uh, some places in Canada were warmer than Dubai 
in the past uh, over over the course of this week mm. uh this is unprecedented so we had two days in a row where we beat the record of the hottest temperature ever recorded in canada so it went up to 47 degrees in a, in a small town in british columbia um i think on tuesday uh so th what this shows i mean this is not this is not normal in canada we should have nice uh, low 30s kind of weather what this shows is that uh the impact of climate change is real uh and it's causing hardship on the environment of course but on humans so we've had a uh, huge number of cases of heat related hospitalizations and and even that uh you have to remember that we're not everybody has air conditioning in Canada because it's not this is not a, a thing that the kind of weather that they have to deal with in, right. in normally but maybe it's the kind of weather we have to deal with going forward mm -hmm. the the good news out of all this is that we the, the Canadian government is taking action and just just this week we uh, the government has passed two pieces of legislation the first one where we are uh, phasing out the gasoline powered vehicles by 2035 so after 2035 all the, the 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 cars sold in Canada have to be zero emission vehicles and then by 2050 we're aiming to be a net zero economy meaning that Canada will no longer emit carbon right it will mm. uh, it will balance everything that it emits and so those are the kind of actions that we can take to to deal with climate change but uh, it's with us and we have to we have to learn to to live with these extreme weather events that are causing a lot of hardship to to folks uh, in Canada and around the world Certainly something uh, to be mindful of uh, indeed with the uh, the awareness for the indigenous population uh, in Canada as well as the climate change scenario. Uh, but shifting our focus uh, back on to Canada Day and a lot of Canadians who'd like to be celebrating mm. it. Some would like to even fly back yeah. to Canada. Um, We're getting a lot of questions about that yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Especially when it comes to the vaccine. Some people have taken the Sinopharma. They were going to be slightly concerned exactly. about going mm. back. So what are the rules at the moment? Should they be flying back? Because we saw the resumption of Air Canada services as well. So congratulations to you for that. So bringing them back here again. Um, so what are the general rules that Canadians should know uh, when flying back, especially with the Arrive Can app also being very, very important? Okay, so I, I'll, I'll answer a bit more broadly. So first of all, we have three airlines that are serving, offering direct service from the UAE to, to Canada. So Air Canada has returned and we're thrilled with that. Emirates is still flying and Etihad is flying as well. Um, so at this point, tourists are not still not allowed into Canada. So there is still a, uh, a requirement for non-discretionary uh, travel. Uh, to go to enter into Canada. So, for example, foreign students or foreign workers can enter Canada, but otherwise it's limited to Canadians and Canadian permanent residents. Uh, for those that, that want to enter, uh, as, of, as of the 6th of July, we will be suspending quarantine requirements for, for those who enter, Canadians and non-Canadians who enter, as long as they have a Health Canada-approved vaccine. Okay, and Health Canada approved vaccines are the Pfizer, Moderna, uh, AstraZeneca, and Johnson and Johnson. Those four only. So, uh, so for people, those that are not, 
So for people yes, with ahead, uh, with yeah. Sinopharm, they cannot enter Canada. The, the people that have taken the Sinopharm vaccine, the for example, the Canadians in particular, who have taken Sinopharm vaccine, um, they cannot enter Canada. So all Canadians can can always enter Canada. So it comes uh, as part of the deal with the, the passport. It's not a they it's are, not a problem, but they they, they still are required to do a fourteen day quarantine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First of all, a a a short hotel quarantine until they get a negative PCR, and then then complete the fourteen day quarantine at home. So that's the that's the difference. That's the is that only only the Health Canada approved uh, vaccine? And it has to be, you know, the full the full course of vaccine. And then two weeks after that, uh, they're able to enter quarantine free. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, Abdul Karim, you mentioned the Arrive Can ha- app. So that's very important that you be uh, vaccinated or not. You still need to fill out uh, your quarantine plans on the Arrive Can app. If you are vaccinated, there will be a function to upload your vaccination uh, vaccination status into the app. That function is not live yet. It will mm. it will come live for uh, for July fifth, the day before the changes uh, to the to the rules. And uh, can we talk about Canada? We, yeah, sorry, please. Yeah. I just uh, just one last thought is we expect more changes as uh, as the situation improves. Uh, so stay tuned. Every month uh, there there are changes to the to the rules, and so uh, please uh, Canadians should stay tuned to uh, the announcements regarding entry into Canada. And uh, uh, can we talk about Canada's participation in the upcoming Expo event here in the country? Uh, what's the pavilion going to be like, uh, and what's the significance as well of this event and Canada's participation in it? Yeah, absolutely. We're so thrilled to be part of Expo uh, in the UAE. And I have to tell you something. I, last year, if you had told me Expo is going to go ahead, I, I would have been a bit uh, hesitant or, or a bit skeptical. And, you know, now we see that not only is it going to go ahead, but we know it's going to be a success. And we're so thrilled to be part of that success. So this is a testament to the the, the leaders here, the leadership who uh, who is able to uh, to achieve that vision and a drive to uh, to achieve things that, against all odds. So, uh, kudos to uh, to the UAE government for for getting us here. Uh, the Canadian Pavilion is ready. Uh, it is uh, it is ready for for visitors. It will open on October first, uh, along with the rest of Expo. Uh, the focus of the Pavilion is the the future in mind. Uh, it will provide visitors with an experience uh, that that is focused on on the future that showcases the best of uh, of Canada, uh, and that's there's a public uh, element to it. But for us, also Expo is about increasing trade and investment between. Uh, uh, Canada and the UAE and the broader region, frankly, the UAE being the the hub uh, where the region comes to do business. So we're planning all kinds of trade missions and and uh, trade activities uh, to to take place at the Canadian Pavilion in order to leverage Expo. So there's there's both sides, uh, both a, a, mm-hmm. a public side and a and a business side to uh, our participation at Expo. It's still early days. Mm. I'd like to know if we're going to have some more, let's say, high-profile visits uh, from mm. from Canada who are going to be coming over to the expo. Uh, are there are there any specific plans yet that have been made public, or, or is there going to be any teaser that you may be able to share with us? So. 
Uh, there's a lot of excitement about Expo in Canada, especially because people are so eager to uh, to go out there. And Dubai uh, has increased its profile, and so there's excitement from people to take part in, in Expo. I can't uh, make any announcement to you this morning, but I'd love to take your special requests. Yeah. Uh, is there a Canadian that you'd like me to, to reach out to to bring to, uh, to bring to Expo? Can you yeah. think of one? I can think of one, and I could also say that uh, if he does, Mr. True, does does it fly over? <laughs> we have an open invitation to join the morning majlis uh, on the. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure. I'll make sure. Make sure to pass that on. Yes, for sure. <laughs> well, Your Excellency, I have a personal question today on a candidate day. How will you be personally uh, celebrating this day today? So, you know, I, I will. I have a number of public events that I, I'm involved in. I will be at City Walk uh, this morning to uh, to join with with others, including the the Canada Business Council and uh, the Canadian University of Dubai. Um, but the highlight of my day is one that I spend with my staff here at the Canadian Consulate, uh, where uh, we recognize uh, the good work of the the staff over the the past year. So we we do a, an award ceremony for. Uh, for the staff and and so that's that's a highlight uh, for me to to spend it with those people who serve canada and canadians throughout the year no it certainly is exciting times and i know you've got a very busy day ahead so we'll uh, uh, let you move on with your agenda thank you very much for joining us this morning your excellency and uh, we look forward to uh, more celebrations to come as well thank you for having me this morning for canada day and happy canada day to all Happy Canada Day to, Day to you and the consulate staff, as well as the embassy over in Abu Dhabi. Shout out to the team. Thank you very much. And uh, this was uh, His Excellency Jean-Philippe Lanteau, the Consul General of Canada, speaking to us on the Morning Majlis about the significance of the Canada Day. Stay tuned. This is the Morning Majlis only on Pulse95.